do. But God can do it here this morning in this place. Amen. If you only believe and trust in Him, He can do great things in your life today. Amen. We are thankful to be here, and I'm thankful to be with my parents, my mother, and my father. And uh, we have been in missionary work many, many years. I went to the mission field with them when I was only 11 years old. Went to the country of Brazil, and Brazil became my country, became my people. And in fact, Portuguese, I would say, is the predominant language that I have. And I remember speaking about Uruguay and Brazil, uh, the comment that Pastor made. Um, I remember one time we were announced in the, one of the churches, speaking of geography, <laughs> and we would come in, you know, we were just kids, you know, so we'd come in and we'd sit on, we were told to sit on the front row, so we'd sit on the front row, we were four children, and we would sit on the front row, and, uh, and, uh, and mom and dad were announced as the missionaries from Brazil, South Africa, amen. <laughs> And uh, when the pastor said that, you know, he got his geography a little, a little off, you know. So when he said that, I mean, we three was my brother, my sister, and me, my brother, and my sister. We were sitting right in, and Stephen was just a baby, and we were sitting up front. You know, we just doubled over and just laughed out loud. We thought that was so funny, you know. Thought it was a big joke, some guy, you know. But actually, it wasn't a joke at all. He had said that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But yes, Brazil is in South America. Amen. Not South Africa. Amen. In South America. And Uruguay is just to the south of Brazil. And it is there that we have ministered for many years. And uh, we ourselves, my wife and I, have ministered in the country of Brazil uh, for more than 35 years and, and been a part of the great work there in that country. And we are now also ministering in the country of Uruguay among those people and touching their lives with the powerful Word of God. The Word of God is powerful, church. Amen. 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 The Word of God is powerful. Amen. And when you couple that with faith, when you take the Word of God and you couple that with a measure of faith, amen, you may say, Brother Walmer, my faith isn't very much. Amen. If you'll just take the measure that you have and you will couple that with the powerful word of God, great things can happen. Praise Amen. the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare healing. Yes. Amen. For those that are sick here tonight. Yes. Here this morning. I declare healing, Lord Jesus, for their body. By authority of your word. By the power of your name. Be made whole, my friend. In the name of Jesus. My sister, be made whole from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. By the power of the name of Jesus. And by the authority of his name. Hallelujah. By his word. Be made whole today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's give praise to the Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Someone received your healing. Hallelujah. Someone was touched by the power of God. Hallelujah. 
Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I want to invite my wife to come and we're going to sing a song um, in the in Spanish. She's going to she's going to testify and uh, she's going to uh, give you a translation of the song that we're going to sing in Spanish. Amen. It's a joy to be here today and uh, we want to be a blessing to you. Amen. Won't you step up? Praise the Lord. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. God is good, isn't he? Amen. I'm thankful that I know him. I'm thankful that somebody came my way and told me about Jesus. Amen. I am a result of missions. I am from the country of Uruguay. And I stand here today because missionaries went to my country with this wonderful truth, with this wonderful gospel. And I'm thankful for churches like you, people like you that pray for missions. Because of you and because of the ones that obey the call of God to go, people like me have come into the, to belong to the family of God. Right. Amen. And it's awesome that we are one family. Amen. We are one body. Amen. Amen. We are one church. Amen. Praise God. And we serve one God, and his name is Jesus. Amen. Um, there's so many out there here in your own community that don't know the Lord yet. And you are working for the Lord, doing outreach, praise God. And yeah. we do it here in the States, and we do it in Europe, and we do it in Brazil. And together we're working for to build the kingdom of God. That's yeah. what the Lord has called us to do. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature needs to hear this gospel. Yeah. So Amen. let's keep working. Yeah. Let's keep working till the day that he comes for us. We speak Portuguese in Brazil and we speak Spanish in Uruguay. Is there anybody here that speaks Spanish? Praise God. <laughs> so we're going to sing a little song that says, uh, um, just, just going to translate so you know, but it says, uh, I give uh, in, my all. I give my all to you, Lord, my, my soul, my heart. I don't have anything else to give, so please uh, take it. My good Lord, yeah. take me in your in your arms, Jesus. Take my life in your hands. Do with me what you want. Take me here I am. And I hope that this morning you can tell that to the Lord. Amen. And you can say, God, like your Pastor was saying, use me, because that's His will. He yeah. wants to use every one of you. So this morning, I. I uh, ask you that you open your heart and you tell the Lord, here I am, Lord, use me as you see fit. Are you going to do that? Amen. Praise Amen. God. Yeah, Praise the Lord together with us as we sing that. He doesn't have a strap, so it's a little bit hard for him to hold the guitar. Do you want to sit down? Maybe a little better. I think I'll do it.
Toma-me vida em tus manos E
I'm going to invite you to stand once again this morning and take your Bible in hand and open our Bibles to the book of 1 John. Amen. I want to thank my father for the tremendous and powerful word that he brought in the teaching this morning. Amen. Amen. And he had no idea what I was preparing. But, you know, that's the way of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost just moves. And I'm going to move right in along with what he was saying about prayer. And I'm going to add to that the power to believe and the power of faith. Amen. I believe in God for great things this morning. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Miracles in this place, in this service today. Amen. Amen. Things that you have battled, things that you have prayed for. Amen. Somebody's going to lay hands on you today and you're going to receive the answer to your prayer. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Because, amen, This and this is the title of my message this morning. I choose to believe. I choose to believe. First John chapter 5 and verse 4, one verse of scripture, only one verse. First John 5 verse 4 says, For whosoever is born of God, Overcometh the world. Amen. Dear friend, there is hope to overcome the world. Amen. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Amen. Amen. And I want to preach about the 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 uh, on the theme. I choose to believe. Amen. I choose to believe. Now, I want you to understand here today. I was taken one time to the to a after the service, I was taken to the pastor's office, and I was uh, I was uh, rebuked because I didn't I didn't um, quote the King James verbatim. And uh, he told me, you know, you had a powerful message, but you know, I just can't understand why you didn't quote the King James uh, uh, verbatim. And I proceeded to explain to him, I said, listen, I preach in three different languages. And there's sometimes, a verse of scripture may come to mind, I will literally be transliterating that that scripture from Portuguese or from Spanish, because I may not know it exactly in the English, amen? So I may not have all the cliches, and I may not have all the all the scriptures exactly as they are written in the King James, but I preach to you the word of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And God is going to minister to us in a powerful way this morning. Amen. Can you believe that? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Amen. Let's pray and ask God to speak to us today. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord. Confirm thy word today, Lord Jesus, as we speak on faith and the choice to believe. Oh God, I pray that you will heal someone's faith here today. Heal someone's confidence and assurance. Praise in the name of Jesus. In the name 
In the name of Jesus. Amen. Turn to your neighbor, shake their hand, and say, I choose to believe. Look them in the eye and say, I choose to believe. Amen. Brother Cameron, I choose to believe. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You may be seated this morning in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I choose to believe. It doesn't make any difference how many growth, church growth seminars you attend. If you do not saturate the church and every ministry with prayer, it is just sounding brass and a tinkling thing. There is nothing as powerful as prayer, my friend. Because prayer works. Prayer and faith really work. Hallelujah. There is nothing more effective on this earth, church, than the power of prayer. It is the far-reaching hand of God. It goes anywhere God goes, and it does anything that God does. Mahatma Gandhi said, prayer is not asking. It is a longing of the soul. It is a daily admission of one's weakness. It is, it is better in prayer to have a heart without words than words without a heart. Amen. Mother Teresa was in agreement with Mr. Gandhi and she said prayer is not asking. She said prayer is putting yourself in the hands of God. <coughs> In the hands of God. Amen. <coughs> Amen. At his disposition and listening to his voice in the depth of our hearts. It is hearing, it is synchronizing yes. your spiritual ears to hear from God. Amen. It is lifting up your voice and lifting up your heart. Amen. Into the hands of a powerful God that can do powerful things through the power of prayer. Amen. When I read the Word of God, that is God talking to me. And when I pray, that is me talking to God. Amen. Amen. Can I get a witness this Amen. morning? Yes. Praise God. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Praise God. The function of prayer is not to influence God. There are some that go to prayer thinking that praying is a certain way, and more maybe with uh, with their repetition that they would influence God to hear them and to answer them. But prayer and the function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to change the nature of the one who prays. That's right. Amen. In other words, it is being willing to be changed by God. In other words, it is willing, amen, to have a change of perspective as you begin to pray, as you begin to yield your life to God, as you begin to call out upon the name of the Lord. It is a willingness to suffer change in your perspective, in your idea, in your desire, in your will, and to subject yourself to Him. Never underestimate what prayer can do when it is combined with faith. Amen. When you put prayer and faith together, you have a dynamic, you have an explosive combination that can ignite God's Word and it can accomplish all of God's purpose. I've come today to say that God has a purpose. 
God has a purpose for you. Amen. I remember as a pastor in southern Brazil, as people would walk through the door of our little church, I would shake their hand with such enthusiasm and I would tell them, Amen. Some of them I was just seeing for the first time. They were coming in result of our of our Saturday evangelism. They were coming as a result of our of our cell group ministry. And they were walking into the church. And I was shaking their hands and I was saying, God has a purpose for you. One young man was touched of the Lord as I spoke to him those words. He questioned them, said, How is it that God could have a purpose? For me, he gave his heart to the Lord. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Became one of our distinct leaders in southern Brazil. In fact, throughout the nation of Brazil. And has traveled extensively preaching the word of the Lord. As God fulfilled his purpose in his life. Yes. God has a purpose. Amen. Prayer. Prayer can alter the course of nature itself. I am one of those preachers. You may call me an old timer, but I'm still one of those preachers that still believes that Jesus is the same today, yes. yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. 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 He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, sir. If Jesus has ever changed the laws of the universe, if he has ever changed things in our personal lives, Amen. I assure you today that he can change Things for you today. Amen. I am believing God for miracles in this service. Amen. Because I feel the powerful presence of God. Amen. Jesus is in the house. I've come to communicate with somebody. Amen. Can I get a witness this morning? That Jesus is in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Wherever Jesus went. Amen. Wherever Jesus went. Amen. There were those that reached out their hands. And they touched the hem of his garment. They were healed and they were saved. Yes, sir. Amen. And they were delivered. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus still controls the laws of the universe. Amen. And power has and prayer has the power to move the heart of God. To use every resource available to bring to pass his purpose. I have felt the blessing of the Lord upon this congregation. Unbeknownst yes. to each and every one of you, I have accompanied through conversations with my father, the blessings that have been bestowed upon this assembly. The blessing of abundance. I've come to tell the church there is a blessing of abundance upon this church. Amen. And Pastor Cameron is taking taking provisions to bust out this wall and prepare for the growth that God is going, is already giving you in this this community. Amen. The testimonies have been rich and the testimonies have been many. And I've come to tell somebody, don't let go of your of your miracle. Amen. 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 Don't let go of your promise. Amen. Amen. I don't care how desperate you may look. I don't care how dire the situation is. Amen. Do not let go of your promise. Amen. Lord, I have a promise. And Lord, I choose to believe. Lord, I choose to believe. Amen. Go to the Word. Go to the Lord in prayer and tell the Lord, Lord, I choose to believe. Amen. Lord, I choose to stand upon your Word. Amen. Lord, I'm not standing upon the Word of a preacher. Lord, I'm not standing 
But I am standing upon the word of God. Upon your word I stand today, Lord. Amen. Luke chapter 18, verse 27 says, and, the, and he said, and he said, and the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. <coughs> Amen. The things which are impossible with men. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The things that are impossible with men are possible with God. It's hard to believe sometimes, amen, when you're up to your neck, up to your eyeballs and problems. Up to your eyeballs and in darkness. Amen. It's hard to believe sometimes when you are going through what you're going through. Amen. But I come to say, amen, what Jesus said. It is impossible with men, but it is possible with God. Amen. You need to go to prayer and you need to pray the word and you need to say, Lord, it is impossible to me, but to thee I know that it is possible. Sometimes we go to the Lord in prayer and we think that we have got to give God the plan. Uh, Amen. We had a lot of teaching about prayer today. Dad, that was absolutely fantastic. Yes, it was. Amen. Amen. And sometimes we think that we've got to come before the Lord and we've got to present to Him the plan. Now say, you know, Lord, if you'll just touch so-and-so. And if you'll just change Peter. And then if you'll just kind of take out of the way... Mary and John. <laughs> Lord, it'll be it'll be done. But you see, church, my ways are not his ways. Your ways are not his way. His thoughts are not your thoughts. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. Amen. He has a purpose. He has a purpose. He has a purpose. Amen. And I choose to believe. I choose to believe in him. I choose to trust in him. I choose to have a strength in him. For whosoever is born of God. Overcometh the world. <coughs> and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I choose to believe. I choose to use the power that God has given to me. For he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. I mean, what is the power that worketh in us? It is nothing more, nothing less than that measure of faith. <clears throat> there is an awesome power in believing in Jesus Christ. It is necessary to set your will in motion. It must be an act of your will. I'm speaking today about choosing to believe. We are bombarded, church, with such so much negative stuff. We are bombarded with so much garbage and sin. We, need, we really need to be careful with what we hear and what we see, what we watch. Amen. We must choose to believe because it is necessary to set our will in motion. It must be an act of our will. 
I must declare. Amen. Because faith is not just saying I have faith. But if I, but if I have faith, some things are going to happen. I'm it's gonna if I have faith, my faith is going to change my language. Yes, that's right. My faith is going to change my speech. Amen. It is it is a moment where I must declare. I must declare. I must say I believe. Amen. You must say it aloud. You must say it yes. in prayer. You must yes. say it to others. Amen. Yes. You must display it. How many times have we come to the Lord? And I, I talk a little bit. I talk a little bit in southern Brazil and in, in Uruguay about the need for our prayers to be synchronized with what we are speaking with other people. Because sometimes we'll come to an altar, whether it be at church or whether it be at home. Yeah. And it is there at that altar, that, that bedside, or that altar at the church where we confess to the Lord and we, we, we make promises to God and petitions to the Lord and promises to Him. And we get up from that place. And I ask you, amen, are, are your prayers synchronized, amen, with the things that you are saying with other people? Amen. When you speak to God and you speak to Him in faith and in trust, are you still speaking faith when you start speaking with your brother? Amen. When you start conversing, when you start texting, amen, with your sister, amen, you, does your text messages, amen, do your conversations, amen, show the confidence and the assurance and the faith that you have expressed in prayer? Yes. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You must declare, I believe. You might say, due to, due to your circumstance, you may say, well, this mountain is just too high. The circumstance is just too devastating. Or you may say, I'm just too hurt. It's impossible. It's impossible. Amen. It may be ringing in your mind. It's impossible. It's impossible. But you need to, to change that and say, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Because Jesus speaks an infallible word. And he says, the things are impossible with men. Praise God. If you know Jesus Christ and believe this to be the infallible word of God. I don't care today, church, what, what is shaking your home. Amen. I don't care what your marriage may look like at this point. I don't care what your children are doing now. God has given you a promise. Amen. For nothing will be impossible with God. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. He spoke it to Mary. Nothing will be impossible with God. And he says that to you today. Nothing will be impossible with God. Amen. I take it a little further. Amen. Because uh, these things that Jesus was saying, these uh, wonderful declarations that all things are possible, wasn't anything new. In Genesis we find verse chapter 18 verse 14 it says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? O Abraham at the appointed time I will return to you about this time next year and Sarah shall have a son hallelujah Job said in chapter 42 he said I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted hallelujah Jeremiah declared in chapter 32 oh Lord God it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm nothing 
It's too hard for you. And I could quote you Daniel 4.35, Zechariah 8.6, Matthew 19.26, Ephesians 1.30-19-20, Ephesians 2.4-10. I could quote scripture after scripture and show to you that nothing is impossible to him that chooses to believe. Man, so I say today, don't move off that promise. I say today, believe. I say today, choose to believe. Amen. Everyone else may tell you that it is impossible. Everyone else may say, oh, it's, it's, it's over. It's done. The fat lady saying. Yeah, when the fat lady sings, you know it's over. <laughs> the championship is wrapped up. It's done. But not for the Lord. The Lord, Jesus showed up a little late, according to Martha and Mary's perspective in chapter 11, John chapter 11. Jesus showed up a little late, Jesus you know, if you had just, if you had just listened. Yeah. And that's what you were saying. Yeah. Jesus, if you had just listened, yeah. why didn't you come earlier? Yes. You see, Lord, the fat ladies. You see, Lord, the, 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 the tomb's already sealed. You see, Lord, it's already been four days. It's impossible. It's impossible. Jesus, why didn't you come a little early? Why didn't you heed to my voice? Why didn't you heed to my request when I called you several days ago? Why didn't you come quicker? Why didn't you accelerate and come and what I asked you to? Now it's true. Now there's no more hope. Amen. The seal, the tomb has been sealed. Amen. My brother's already in the grave. It's been four days. Amen. There's nothing that we can do. But I know, Lord. Oh, I know. Hey, let me fix your up now. I know. Amen. That someday he shall resurrect on that wonderful day. And Jesus looks to her and says, Mark, hey, Mark, haven't I told you? If you believe, you will see the glory. Yes. Just believe. Yes. Yes. I've come to tell somebody if you'll just believe. I know it looks it looks bad. I know it looks bleak. I know it looks amen as if it's over. It looks as if there's no more hope. It looks as if there can no nothing else can be done. But I come to say if you what Jesus said, if you'll just believe, if you'll just believe, you will see the glory of God. Amen. Because he has the power to change nature. Amen. Amen. I've come to tell somebody that for the Lord, as it says in the book of Psalms, amen, that the darkness and the light for him are the same things. Amen. Amen. Mom, I choose to believe for Nathan. I choose to believe for Rachel. I choose to believe for them. I'm praying. I'm seeking God. Amen. I believe it. Amen. Because I choose. Oh, my God. 
Marta! Marta! It's time to believe. It's time to believe. It may even be humanly impossible. But with God it is possible. Amen. You can choose to believe. Or you can choose not to believe. You can choose to abandon faith. Or you can choose to take that little measure of faith that God planted in your heart at conception. Amen. Amen. That powerful seed of faith. You can choose to take it and to say in your in your in your most innermost part, I choose to believe. I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe in the face of adversity, in the face of the darkness, in the face of the problem. Amen. I choose and I voice it. I choose to voice it. I choose to declare it. I choose to believe. and sometimes we allow that thought to invade our spirit. What can I do? It's out of my hands. I can't heal. I can't save. I can't deliver. I can't do a miracle. But you can believe. You can believe God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. But we ask or think. So I choose to believe. You have faith. You have a precious gift of faith, the measure of faith. There is positive faith and there is negative faith. Doubt is simply negative faith. It just boils down to I choose to believe it won't work. I, you won't work. I just, it just, oh my goodness, it's just, it's impossible. It just won't work. Amen. You know what, church? And when you begin to believe, you've got to begin to change what you say. When you begin to what you what you're thinking, Amen. To begin to say, I choose to believe that it will work. I, I I choose to believe that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. I believe. I choose to believe. I want to declare something to someone today in this house. God is going to answer your prayer. Amen. God is going to answer your situation. Amen. The power of the tongue decides which one you choose. What you see, what you listen to, what we believe determines what we say. <coughs> so I encourage you today to lift up your eyes. 
Lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes. Get your eyes on Jesus. Get your eyes off the situation. Open your eyes. Pastor, I open my eyes. I, I just see. I just see. Oh, it's okay if I take off my jacket, Pastor. Amen. I just see. I just see darkness. I can't see. I remember one of the times that we were that we went to Mammoth Caves. Remember that now? Mm-hmm. Went down into that cave, into that big room. I hope you remember that. And the, the guide told the other guide to turn off all the lights. We took one match. One match. You can light up that whole big underground room. You can see even the stalactites that hung from the wall and the ceiling. You can see the others that were around us. Whereas before when the lights had been turned out, we had tried to see our hands in front of our faces and we could not see them. It was very dark, but with just one Like that little match of faith. Hold it up. It's going to illuminate the room, the path for you to, to follow. It's going to lead you to greater things. If you will choose to believe. Amen. In Matthew 14, Jesus appears walking on the water. After having spent a night time in prayer, he comes to join his disciples who are fighting the waves. It seems at times that God is distant. It seems at times that God is afar off and is not hearing our prayers. It's in the wee hours of the night. In fact, at that point in time, it was about 4 o'clock in the morning. It was the, I believe that the Bible says it was the third watch of the night. It was after 3 o'clock in the morning. If you know anything about the early morning hours, that is the hour. That it is, it is the darkest moment. Mm-hmm. It is the moment where things are most grim. And it was there at that time. It is at that time that Jesus revealed himself. He came walking on the water. You know the situation that you find yourself, how can anybody get to me? How can anybody rescue me? How can anybody help me at this phase, at this time that I'm, amen, if you just open your eyes, if you'll lift up your eyes, you'll see Jesus coming. Amen. He's walking on the water. Amen. He's walking. He's walking on the water. Amen. And he's saying peace. Amen. He's saying, hey, it's me. He's saying, hey, guys, I'm here close by. Amen. I've come to tell somebody he is closer than what you think. He is closer. Amen. That's what you perceive. Amen. If you will let him reveal himself to you. Amen. We need to seek him. And Peter did when he asked Jesus for a sign. And we need to receive that word. We need to receive that word. And Peter did as as he responded to the single come. I asked you, have you been willing to respond 
to the small, still voice of the Lord in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the waves, in the midst of the darkness. Have you been able to hear his small, still voice and him saying, Step out with me. Join me. Amen. We need to we need to walk out in faith. We need to change our speech. And we need to walk out in faith. Faith allowed Peter to get out of the boat. Amen. I'm talking to somebody that needs to get out of your safety boat. You need to get out of your safety boat. You need to start. You need to start walking on water. You need to start speaking in faith. You need to start responding to the voice of God. Amen. Amen. You need to put your your faith where your mouth is. You need to begin to step out and declare things in faith. Amen. 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 Somebody needs to go home today. You need to throw open the door of your home and you need to say, in Jesus' name, I come in Jesus' name. Yes, Me and my house, we will serve. Yes, 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 yes. I'm talking to somebody that needs to walk through your home. Amen. You need to pull some books off the shelf. Yes. Amen. You need to open some drawers and dig some stuff out of there. Yeah. Amen. I'm talking to somebody that needs to walk through their home, even into the bathroom, into the laundry room. And you need to say to the devil, you need to look the devil in the eye. And you need to say, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. You need to look him in the eye. You need to say, I am a child of God. And by the authority, amen.
Let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Everyone lives by faith. Don't tell anyone that you don't have faith because you do have faith. I want you to pat your, put your hand on your heart and say, I have faith. Amen. Put your hand on your heart and say, I choose to believe. Say it with a resounding voice. I choose to believe. Amen. I choose to believe. Amen. Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. Amen. It says according as, the, as, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. He has given us a measure of faith. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4 says behold his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. Amen. We have faith to believe. Amen. And I choose to believe. God wants, uh, wants us in our growth to learn how to function and to live our life. And the reason because without it, it is impossible to please God. Because without faith it is impossible to please God, to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Amen. And if you can, in this world with all of its corruption and all of its turmoil, if you can stand up and declare that you still believe, Amen. you are a pleaser of God. Praise God. Amen. You have come this morning to the house of God because you have come in faith, because you have declared that you believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. The New Testament word for faith comes from the root word assurance, confidence, and belief. It means that you have confidence in God and the assurance that He is faithful in His promise, that God, I mean, that, that, that God that spoke the words into existence has put the blessing of abundance in my life. Amen. I have a purpose. God has called me. I am a child of God. He has forgiven me of my sins. I have purpose in life. Amen. I have purpose. Yes. Amen. And we must prove our actions that we have faith. Or we must prove by our actions that we have faith. Yes. And, when, and it's when things don't look good. It's when things are dark. It's when things are up in the air. It's when things are not as they should. They are as we are. They are not as we would want them to be. That I can walk out of the room with expectation, declare, and speak, and say, "God, 
I don't have the answer yet, but I have confidence that you are going to provide. Yeah. <coughs> I spoke with my brother just this past week. <coughs> he unexpectedly lost huge, very important job. He was vice president of sales in all of North America. And from one moment to another, lost that job. Yes, we're, we're letting you go. We're, we're going to pay you a severance pay. And we're going to let you go. It had taken him nine months to secure that job. He was expecting, what am I going to do now? Severance pays don't last forever. What am I going to do? How many months is it going to take me to secure another job like that? But each and every day, he told me, he said, Mike, each and every day, he said, I didn't tell you because it was my, my deal. I had to face that situation. He said, each morning I would wake up and I would sit up in bed and I would say, God is going to provide. Amen. He said, I would remember the words of Abraham to his son, Isaac, yeah. when questioned about, Father, here, here's the fire. Father, here's the wood. But... Where is the sacrifice in Abraham as they climbed Mount Moriah and said, God is going to provide. It means believing something that is not seen is already as if, as if it already happened. It is reaching up and holding on to his promises which at the same time seem like nothing. But you believe that something is about to happen. Until nothing becomes something. That is faith. It is speaking it. It is expecting it. It is trusting it. Until it manifests itself in your life. It is a point of action with assurance. Combined with an expectation. Let me tell you what happened with Abraham. Romans chapter 4. And I invite you to take your Bible in your hand. And, and, and go with me through a couple of the scriptures that are here in the book of Romans chapter 4. And it starts in verse 13. It says, For the promise to Abraham and his offering that he would be heir of the world did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of, of what? Faith. Faith. Through the righteousness of faith. Verse 14 says, For they which are of the law be heirs. Faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law worketh wrath. For where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. The end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but that which is also of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I, will, I have made thee a father of many nations. That was the promise. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth what? The dead, the dead and calleth those things which, which be. be not, as though they, were. they were. <clears throat> because he believed. How did he believe? Who against hope believed in hope that he might 
become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be was the promise and be not weakened in faith be not weakened in faith be not weakened in faith I read to you now from from the from the English standard version it says and he did not weaken in faith but when he considered his own body which is which was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and when you consider the barrenness of Saren's womb, it's impossible for me to have a son. It's impossible for me to see God's promise. No one believed made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in faith. How? How? As he gave glory to God. I'm talking about choosing to believe. I'm not talking about somebody getting up in the morning. As Abraham did each and every day. I believe he got up early in the morning. Amen. And as he stepped out of his tent. As he saw the stars of the sky. As he looked upon the sands. Amen. Of the desert in which he lived. Amen. He began to understand that God was able. And he lifted up his hands. And he says, God, I believe. Amen. I believe. I choose to believe. Amen. He began to give glory to God. I'm speaking to somebody that needs to get up in the morning. You need you need to have faith. Have faith is giving glory to God. Amen. In the face of the darkness. In the face of the lack. Amen. Of having what you expect from the Lord, but believing that somehow, some way, having nothing, but believing until you have something from God. Amen. It's the confidence that some way, somehow, God is going to see you through. You were created in God's image to operate in the same way that He does through words of faith. He said, For He spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. God speaks and it will stand forever. We need to pray through the tabernacle. We need to start at the altar. We need to go through the labor. We need to step through the 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 the, the tabernacle, the, the the tent of consecration. It is there that we need to, as we see the 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 the, the, the candlestick on the left and the table of showbread on the right, and we need to step up to the altar of of of, uh, of incense that is before the curtain. It is there that we need to praise the Lord, but we can't stop there. We need to go into the holy of holies. Yes, sir. Amen. We need to look inside the ark. There inside the ark are the Ten Commandments, the gold pot of manna. And there is Rod's, Aaron's rod that budded. The Ten Commandments speak, church, of direction, of direction in our life. The golden pot of manna speak of provision. Amen. Aaron's rod speaks of authority. We need to pick up the, 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 the rod of Aaron's rod. Amen. And we need to go forth in the authority and in the power that God has given to His church and that He has given you authority. I've come against everything amen, that has been coming against my wife Yvonne and I. Amen. I, I, I bind it in the name of Jesus. I've come against everything that has come against you and against this church and I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Why? Amen. Because we have the rod of authority of God. Read Luke 9, verse 1. And he says that he gathered his disciples and he gave them power and authority over all devils. You have the authority and the power over every devil in this city, brother. Yes, Take authority. Take authority, sister. Over that 
community where you live. Take authority. Amen. You are there for a purpose. To show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The authority belongs to us. I claim my faith. I speak abundance. I speak authority. I speak deliverance. Amen. When I tell God what I want, I understand that what I want may not be what He wants. So when I pray, I tell God that I am submitting myself to His will. I pray pray whatever you want, God. It's what I want. Even if I don't get the answer I want, I know that you know what is best for me. And you are still my God. If I get the opposite of what I believe for, you're still my God and I still believe. Because God is too good to go wrong. God is too wise to make a mistake. We need to tell Him that my faith is in me. He spoke and it happened. He commanded it and stood fast. Amen. You and I, we have the same authority. God not only spoke words to create everything. Listen to me for just a few minutes. Amen. And I'm going to finish. He speaks words to not only to create everything, but he speaks words to sustain everything. Yeah. God spoke and the universe came into being. Amen. God keeps speaking. It's called the proceeding word of God. And the only thing that would need to happen, amen, that this world would fall into pieces would be for God to be silent for one minute. Because His word sustains. And that's why your world is messed up today. Because you have silenced the voice of God in your life. So I ask you, what voices are you listening to? What voices are you attending to? I hope today that you can revive the voice of God in your life and that God will begin to sustain life in your life. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. The weatherman can predict a sunrise. Well, I tell you that the same word can create a sunrise in your life. Amen. When you ask for something in prayer, you have to start speaking about it as if it's already happened, as if it's already been received. Hallelujah. I expect it. I expect it. Amen. God is going to do a miracle for me. Yes. Amen. Speaking in faith. Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible to you. If God has promised something for you from His Word, I've come to tell somebody you have the title deed to it. It belongs to you. If in the circumstance does not agree, in other words, it may be dark, you still own the title title deed. I mean, if you look at right now, it may seem that the devil owns your family. It may seem that the devil owns your children. But I've come to tell somebody, you have the the title deed to your children, to your family, to your marriage. 
And you have the right to go before the judge and say, Judge, I hold the title deed to that property. And I declare it saved. I declare it healed. I declare it delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. The authority does not belong to the devil. And this is not the way it's going to end, Lord. It's going to end in a different note. It's going to end in a different way. Because today, I choose to believe. We need to close our ears to the negative trash. Yes. That's right. We need to let our faith prosper. Yes. That's right. Don't tell me God can't heal. Don't tell me God can't save. Don't tell me God can't give us revival. That's right. We need to see start seeing things in a different light. We need to start seeing good in people rather than bad. God created the world with his word and you create your world with your words. So I close with this. Satan's temptations always target, listen carefully, always target your last consecration and never your original faith. He works on the last consecration and works backwards to decimate your original faith. How is that, brother? Well, if you will look at Matthew 4, you'll find Jesus in the wilderness fasting 40 days and 40 nights. In the book of Deuteronomy, and Jesus, as he refutes the attacks of the devil, Jesus quotes the scripture from the book of Deuteronomy. In the book of Deuteronomy, it's just interesting as you see it, because the devil will attack your last commitment or last consecration. So the devil attacks Christ's consecration in fasting. And so Jesus refutes that by quoting from Deuteronomy 8. 8 and verse 3, he says, He humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not, neither did their fathers know. And Jesus quoted and said the latter part of that verse, By every word that proceeded out of them, out of, um, that ye might take, make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth he, man live. But in Deuteronomy, the words that Jesus spoke were turned around. In other words, God, God established man's original faith by, by quoting Deuteronomy 6, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, and serve him, and shalt swear by his name. Deuteronomy 6 and 16, ye shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Massa. And Deuteronomy 8, where it says that by every, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the man, out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. God started with man's original faith and ended with man's commitment to obey. 
But when Jesus quoted these scriptures, he quoted them in exact opposite order. Because the devil always starts with your last consecration and works backwards to possess and defeat your original faith. And when Satan desired to sift Peter's wheat, he attacked Peter's last commitment. Oh, Lord, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. But Jesus understood the enemy's strategy all too well, and he answered Peter before the rooster crows, you will deny me thrice. But Jesus knew better and understood that his obedience had to be unto death. But Peter, the sifting, produced an adjustment in Peter's commonly accepted interpretation of the scripture like the prophets. Peter couldn't envision the age of the church, and I'm I'm going to give you something here that is going to encourage your faith. Like the prophets, Peter couldn't envision the age of the church. Neither what the death of Messiah would accomplish to mankind. Because Peter did not have a full comprehension of God's plan. He could not see the full picture. But when you trust Jesus, And when you choose to believe in Jesus, He is the one that sees the full picture. You may not understand why you go through such such an ordeal. You may not understand why you are standing where you are standing today. But if you will just trust in Jesus, who sees the full picture, if you will deafen the other voices that attempt to get your attention, and if you will listen only to the voice of God, Mm -hmm. and if you will only believe, you will have great revival in your life. Peter's viewpoint was false. Oh, Jesus, you don't have to die. Mm, You don't have to do that. I rebuke you, Jesus, from saying that. Just a few verses before, Jesus had declared Peter the great wise one that had received great revelation. Blessed art thou, Peter. Not blood, flesh, or blood revealed unto you, but my Father which is in heaven, you've been been revealed, you've received revelation from God. But just a few verses later, he rebukes Peter and commands him behind him because he is a worker of iniquity. I ask you today, whose voice, whose report will you believe? Whose voice do you need to, to dampen in your life that you may believe the promise of God? I choose today to believe. You could put a little music for us, brother. I choose to believe. Matthew 7 and 7 says, Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Yes. Knock and it will be opened to you. Hallelujah. Luke 18, 27, But he said, What is impossible with man is possible with God. I choose to believe. 
Amen. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I choose to believe. Amen. But you will receive power and the, the, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and unto the end of the earth. I choose to believe. I choose to believe Psalm 34 where it says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear Him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. I choose to believe Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. For thou art with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare me in the table before me, in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup run, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. I choose I want to invite you to come to this altar this morning. I want to invite you to make declarations to the Lord. As you lift your hands to God and as you say, I choose to believe today. Would you come? Would you stand to your feet? Would you let this song down into your heart? Amen. Would you open your heart to the Lord today and say, Lord, I choose to believe. Lord, I, I forgive me of my lack of faith. Forgive me, Jesus, of, of, of negative faith. Forgive me, Jesus, of negative faith. I choose to believe. I choose to believe. I choose, I choose to believe in me. I choose to trust in me. Raise your hands. Amen. Amen. Raise your hands. Surrender your will. Surrender your will to Him. Jesus, I choose to believe. I choose to believe. Be renewed in the Holy Ghost this, this afternoon. Be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Be renewed in the power of God as you declare your faith. Amen. Tell the Lord, Lord, I believe. I choose to believe in the Word. I choose to believe in your promises. I choose to believe in your promises, Lord. Yeah. Uh-huh.